You know, the world right now is a really unsettled place. And for such a time as this, women play a most important role in history as peacemakers. The goal of Ladies of Liberty Sound Off is to affect the lives of women in an empowering way through discussion of important issues of the day. So, are you ready? The Ladies of Liberty are ready to sound off. Welcome to Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. And today we're going to sound off about some pretty serious subjects that have to do with our children and what's happening to them and why and maybe how we can help as parents to uh, set them in the right directions. You know, the first subject I want to talk about with you, Judy and Becky, is about a teenager who was transitioned at 13 years old from being a female to being a male. So at 13 years old, uh, she went and underwent a double mastectomy and, uh, you know, was thinking that she wanted to be a boy. So when she, starting at the beginning, when she was 12 years old, think about that. Think about your child at 12 years old. She told her parents she was distressed with her gender and she wanted to be a boy. So they took her to a professional. And from that time on, she says she was never questioned as to, is this really what you want? Is this what your decision is? Why do you want this? They pushed her and said, yes, you, you must, you must want to be a boy. So they pushed her into transitioning to treat her gender dysphoria. Well, at 13 years old, which was just the next year, she had uh, puberty blockers and testosterone, had her breasts removed, and realized at 15 years old what a horrible mistake she had made, that she was a girl and she wanted to be a girl. And at six, by 15 and 16 years old, she detransitioned back to being a female. The horror for Chloe is that she will never be the female she would have been if they would have left her alone, if they would have left her to figure out her way in life as because children change all the time. And that's what I want to talk about. This, this young lady is I'm basically mutilated. She doesn't know if she'll be able to have children because of the drugs that she was given at a young age. And now she is back to being a female and she is fighting back against the system that uh, does these gender transitions to children at such young ages. Ladies, what do you think? Oh my gosh. I, I, um, I, I feel like our whole world is going crazy um, because so let's look at, at Miss Chloe Cole. Um, that that's her name. Uh, who has suffered this incredible injustice. And I think the first um, situation is that her parents took her to professionals that were supposed to help her with her gender dysphoria. And 
I, I can't imagine. Um, I mean, as a parent, as my daughter, if my daughter came to me and said, you know, uh, I'm struggling. I, you know, I really, I think that I'm a boy that I want to be a boy. Right. Um, and I think that the, our society and, and part, not all, but some of the medical, uh, community is treating gender dysphoria as a normal uh, occurrence. And this is not a normal and healthy occurrence. It is not normal and healthy to, um, to want to be a different gender. It's, it's gender dysphoria is an illness. Um, and it's a mental illness uh, of a conflict between uh, what we think we want to be and what we actually physically are. And to allow a child to say, oh, you know, I think I, you know, I, I want to be a male when I'm actually female. And then to go through surgery is just completely outrageous to me. I, I, I can't believe that they would actually do that to her and that this is happening every single day. I, it is with, um, in our, in our world and children want to be all sorts of things. They want to be astronauts and they want to be, um, architects and they want to be stars and, and doggies and bears and, doggies and bears. And exactly. They want to be all, all these different things. They feel like they want to be, and they have all of these feelings. And, and I think about, you know, a young girl who's 12, she probably had just, um, was just beginning to either, uh, probably have her period or not. And who wants that anyways, right? I mean, <laughs> who wants their period? Nobody wants their period, okay? It's uncomfortable. Um, we're not, in the beginning, we're not comfortable with our breasts growing and our hips uh, unfolding, right? We're not comfortable with that. And to take us somewhere to say, you know, she says, no, I, I'm feeling uncomfortable with this. I don't, I don't really like puberty. Well, nobody likes puberty. Okay. No one likes puberty, but, but to stop it is just, that takes me to why are we drugging everything up? Right. I don't like this. It doesn't feel right. So I'm going to take a drug or I'm going to go and have surgery to remove it. Or I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I think, um, I think that it's, doing a great disservice to our children. Um, and then that takes me to uh, the schools who, you know, the school systems that don't want to alert parents if their child um, wants to be called by a different name or a different gender. Uh, I mean, right. So that well, they can help guide them. You mentioned it, Judy. You said um, this is not normal. Mm -mm. And in as much as I can just hear some people say, what is normal? What is normal anymore? And if normal was what the way things used to be, then that wasn't good. We don't want normal. Well, unfortunately, I think what is happening is 
with so much change and the acceptance of change, they're doing away with what was considered normal and forcing upon society to accept everything as normal. And that's wrong. It's just, it's wrong and sad and it's wrong for every individual and it's wrong for a society. There has to be some norms. Otherwise you just have chaos. And I feel like you mentioned we're falling into chaos at a really fast rate. Like it seems like all of a sudden you're hearing more and more and more things about this one right after another. And I actually, I looked up gender dysphoria for a definition and what I got was a difference between gender identity and genitals or secondary sex characteristics, such as breast size, voice, facial hair, um, strong desire to be rid of these genitals or secondary characteristics, or a desire to prevent the development of those characteristics. There's a difference between, oh, I just got my period. I hate it. This is awful. I don't want to be a woman. What I remember saying, Oh, I would much rather be a boy. I could pee in the snow. I could write my name in the snow. That would be a cool thing to do. I remember <laughs> saying that. Right. As a young girl, I'm like, oh, I hate uh-huh. But, you know, that was a fleeting, funny thought. And it never would have crossed my mind to just say, you know what? Life looks a lot better as a male. And I think, and which leads to all kinds of rabbit trails with no all ending in no 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 i feel like there's no support for these kids mm-hmm. well they're but interestingly becky they they the they out there think that they're giving them support by by letting them go through with this and that is the opposite of the truth yeah you know, to both of your points Kids have, you want to be a cowboy or you want to be a Indian or you want to be whatever, you know, I mean, I I remember my kids, you know, crawling around on their hands and knees and, you know, they want to be a doggy or whatever. Everybody talk about normal. That's what's normal. It's normal to want to uh, use your imagination to be anything that you want to be at a young age, but to take it this far and have adults take that and and push that on the kids like that to have schools be allowed to give our children gender um suppressing drugs without our knowledge is just so horrific to me i i just i i mean i don't know what i would do if somebody did that to my child that oh. that just would be horrible i I could never send my child to a school that would ever allow that. But why are they, why are people trying to make this a new normal? Because it's not normal to, to have ideations of being somebody else. That's totally normal to, to take it to that step. Mm -hmm. There are people that perhaps have a, I, and I don't doubt have true gender dysphoria. It is such a minuscule amount of the population. Why are we all of a sudden making this as though it is normal and should be done? 
And who are these doctors who are taking it upon themselves to, to encourage parents, encourage children to get these surgeries? Because the fact is, research shows that the majority of people who go through these transitioning surgeries regret it immensely and have immense psychological issues for the rest of their life. That would make sense. And, you know, you mentioned why is this becoming normal? And this is the thing that dumbfounds me all the time with these types of issues is that it is the minority making the loudest noise. Right. And it frustrates me to no end that those who are not in those situations and for lack of a, I'm not even, what would you categorize the, I hate to call the normal, what is following a normal path or what we consider to be normal are just keeping quiet and not fighting back and just allowing these things to happen. I mean, how is it that such a small, small number has changed the definition of marriage between a man and a woman and has changed the gender identity to make sure that when my child went to college, uh, what, six, five years ago, the first thing we saw when we walked down her hallway were signs out, posted outside the bathrooms for specific gender identity. And I'm even my father was there with us and he was like, what is that? What is that all about? <laughs> oh my word that I even have to explain this. And that's, it's being pushed so, so hard that it, we get rid of what was the norm mm -hmm. and be what's being pushed is be accepting of all things be accepting of everything. And that is the epitome of wrong. That's what's wrong is when we finally, as a society just say, anything goes, and I'm going to go back to the Bible again, because Paul says, when those times come, what was right will be wrong. Yes. And what was right. wrong, right. Aren't we there? Oh, it does. I think like we are so close to being I there. I think we're there. And when the president of the United States says, that that the he will not stop this entire gender suppressing thing in school and and that people and that he will not stop hospitals from doing these these gender surgeries like this willy-nilly like they're doing now um believe me all parents unfortunately don't have common sense so somebody has to has to step in to be an advocate for these children and and we need to make a law that they cannot have these surgeries until you know they are adults and on their own and they can make that decision that that would be their choice but when you have the president of the united states telling the children of america that that he supports their their gender transitioning i i think that that's that's huge that's devastating to yeah. them to hear and and it confuses them he ought to be up there saying God made you this way. This, this is who you are. Um, mm -hmm. You know, d embrace it and, you know, enjoy your life. Something, but not what he's saying. I, I just think it's so, so dangerous. It is. But Linda, you know very well, Judy, we know we're living in pretty much a godless 
society. So when we come out saying, but God says, but the Bible says, people that don't believe in God, don't want anything to do with God, they're not going to care. They do not care. All they're concerned about is me and my happiness. I mean, this is, this life is not about how happy we can be. Well, it's yeah. not, it's just not about that in this world. You will have trouble. It's a promise in the Bible, right? In this world, you'll have trouble. But I, so I, I, uh, my dearest, dearest, one of my dear, dearest friends, her son struggled with gender dysphoria. Okay. And her son is as close to a nephew as do you know what I'm saying? Like he, I adore this young man. I, I've known him and held him in my arms since, you know, he, not since he was born, but since he was about mm, two years old. Okay. Grew up with my children. Uh, and he really suffered with this. Okay. Um, and they, took him to uh, counseling to try and deal with it. Um, and he survived. He's, he's thriving and wonderful, right? He didn't go through, he did not transition. Um, and yet I know that, okay, I know that he supports, right? He support. he supports, the culture in transitioning when you're young. Right. And I love him so much. And yet I don't know. I feel like I can't get into any conversations around this with him because I know that it puts the relationship at risk and it kills me. It just destroys me. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. 
Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, ladies. Welcome back. We have some more things to talk about. You really got rolling, so don't want to stop. And... The two girls that I would like to roll with the best are my dear friends, Judy Moran, who is Director of Client Relations of the 12-week year, living in the sunny South where it's warmer than it is here. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Martinelli, business owner, grandmother, and host with her husband of Talking While Married. I'm sure there's a lot to talk about. We could probably contribute to that as well. And then there's me, Becky Kolmeinen, who is stuck in Michigan with the weather, weather turning colder, and it has actually been spitting snow outside a little bit. Three days ago, it was 75 degrees, and now we're spitting snow. That could be any time of the year. Wow. That's just what here, as Judy knows very well. Mm. So the thing that I really want to talk about is a tough subject and may be sensitive to those listening. This is about children that have suicidal thoughts. And I'm, I'm sure there are many parents out there who may have dealt with or could be dealing with children who are in similar situations with difficult thoughts at the time. So just that's just sort of a let you know what we're talking about so in an article that i read it says there's a study that finds a huge increase in children going to the emergency room with suicidal thoughts and now i'm sure that happens quite often however there has been an, a tremendous uptick in the number of children that have been going to the hospitals complaining of these thoughts. Something that really startled me was the age. You know, we may be familiar with teen suicide, but 
the researchers have found a number of these children ages five years old to age 19 who have been brought to or went to the emergency room seeking help for suicidal thoughts at age five. And it's not, they said, it's not like there's just one five-year-old. These are little children that are expressing these horrific feelings. Um, one of the, initially the article says, they're really not sure what this is all about. However, they do go on to say what they, what they believe is happening is as a result of social media, uh, dysfunctional families and pressures and add in a pandemic where two years these kids were either home alone or in different social settings and forced to maybe be more on social media because they didn't have actual social settings. Uh, social media and children can be a bad, bad mixture. And so children are trying to live up to somebody's expectations. And oftentimes with social media, you have unrealistic expectations because things aren't necessarily real and they're not true. And if parents aren't completely mindful and aware this, the children's minds can just literally run around like headless chickens. And before you know it, you're caught in this vicious black hole of I'm not good enough. I'm not cute enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I don't have, I want, um, and that list goes on and on. So it's not just a minor increase with this situation from 2016 and 17 to 2019 through 21. It's increased 59%. And to, to me, that's just mind blowing. And then add to it what they called an increase in cases in which suicidal ideation was the principal diagnosis and that rose from 346 to 44.3%. Um, just from fall of 2019 to fall of 2020, these hospitalizations, not just walk-in emergency room check-in, hospitalizations for suicidal thoughts increased 57% that, that recently. So clearly there's something going on and it's big and it's it's attacking our children and we need help with mental health well we sure do i i'm i'm trying to think about you know what are the differences right what's different because i know um the three of us are fairly close in age but i i do not remember i don't remember any of my friends or anybody in my class talking about suicide. No one in my class committed suicide. And, and we had whatever, 50 kids. It wasn't a big school, but I graduated with 50 kids. Um, but it was, it was rare. I graduated in 82, uh, grew up in the 
late 60s, you know, all in the 70s, right? I mean, I was born in 64. Um, and I I I remember shoot, like a neighbor boy, but he was he was like eight years older than me, right? And I knew that he struggled with drugs and he ended up committing suicide. And it was so shocking. Um, but I have a few theories of my own. Um, I know that there's been, you know, a huge separation of church and state, obviously, in our schools. So our children are really not taught about God. They're not, we're not allowed to have any sort of religion. So we we have the separation of church and state. And so there's nothing bigger than them, right? There's no, uh, there's, there's nothing else in control but these children, right? Um, and if you don't, I just think if you don't have God and your life and you feel that incredible darkness, that incredible sense of despair, uh, you need, I think you need a power that is, that is all encompassing that can save you. And if you don't believe in God and you don't have, uh, you don't have the, you know, the, the power of God in your life and there's nothing bigger than yourself. I don't, I don't know how you get through those times. I really don't. Um, and our society, our schools are saying, we're not allowed to talk about God. We're not allowed to talk about Jesus. We're not allowed to talk about any, you know, anything like that. And so when, when we're sad, right. And we're depressed, there isn't, there's no place to turn other than, um, go and get therapy and, and that doctor will put you on drugs, yeah. some sort of drug that is going to alter your brain, uh, to, to, to artificially make you happy when, and we've talked about this before, but there's, there are reasons to be sad. There are re good reasons in our world and in our life um, to be sad and to experience sadness. But um, we don't teach our kids coping mechanisms for that anymore. And we don't no. have, they're kind of rudderless. The, mm -hmm. the, the kids are, because honestly, a lot of parents are rudderless and, and they don't teach them how to look at the bright side or how to cope with tragedy. And then Becky, what you mentioned is absolutely such a big part of it is social media. Mm -hmm. Kids are mean to one another. And it's such a time when because kids don't know how to cope with what other kids are saying, and they, they, they're not in that place in life where they can just let it go off their back like water on a duck. They, they take it to heart. And I know that my husband worked on a case, which was really just so sad that this, this young boy, um, he was, he was just really hit hard on social media by some of the, his peers, right? His peers were very mean to him and his parents found him hanging from a tree in their backyard and his parents took that pain 
And they speak about this all over the country now because it it is such a, um, it's really such a big part of this. But the other thing is, you know, we, we had kids with COVID that were locked up in their houses, perhaps with dysfunctional parents, perhaps with um, people that school was their escape and, and now they don't have it. But even when you go to school now, and we just talked about this, you're not just taught the things that I think that you need to learn, you know, your reading, writing, arithmetic, things like that. You're, you're, you're being spoken to about that. You might be a girl if you're a boy, or you might be a boy if you're a girl, or, you know, um, if you're a person of color, you can't do math. Or if you're, uh, you're white, white you're a racist and you're a white supremacist. And I mean, right. if this is like a huge amount of terrible input, not to mention, the video games, which are extremely violent, which you tell they say that ha they have no effect. Well, I'll tell you what, they're dramatically different than when we played Cowboys and Indians. And it's really interesting to me that we are not allowed to play Cowboys and Indians in school right. anymore. But but you could watch a video game where, where there's so much blood and guts that I mean, I as an adult, yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see the movies that have that in it. So I mean it there's so many reasons as you both have have brought out it it really is a um a very hard time for children but mm -hmm. what what do they need exactly what you said they need two things three mm -hmm. things really they need their parents to be engaged with them they need their parents to teach them how to cope and they need religion mm -hmm. and they need that that being that is all supportive and so much bigger than the problems in this world. Mm -hmm. And they need schools that are sending them in the right direction instead of confusing them every day and calling them, you know, racists and uh, so many different things that they're, that they're doing in schools. It's just, it's disgusting to me. What do we expect from these children if we are not going to guide them in that right direction? So it's so true. It is so true. I oh. um, I look at, so I, I lost a very, um, a, I lost not my own child, but very dear friends of ours. Uh, their son committed suicide in 2017. And... Um, this young man had struggled for a long time and, uh, I just, I look at, you know, the, this, this family were, they were huge believers in, in God and they loved the Lord. And I know that he loved the Lord. Um, but then they had him to all different counselors. He was on all sorts of medications. Um, the family very involved and yet we lost him. And I just, I don't understand how that is the answer, right? That you're at that age and, and that's all you have left, right? That that's your only choice. And 
I just, I think this is something that we should talk about further. I really do. I would agree. I think um, the thing that adds to this is now we have children killing children. Yikes, you're right. Mm -hmm. As a result of the issues that they're dealing with and how confused, mixed up, and messed up they are, we now have teenagers that are going into schools and killing classmates and teachers. They're literally doing away with any good that they can find and intentionally. uh, It is calculated with an intent to get rid of the good. It's evil is what it is. And it sounds dramatic maybe, but the more you let these things grow and build and let them go and have free reign, the worse it's, it's, we really need, we need God. We just need God. We need God and we need mental health care, as you said, really badly in this country. And I'll tell you, if Joe Biden can spend money, which right now is on hold uh, for paying off student loans, he could have spent that money on good mental health care for people that need it because these people don't do this in a vacuum. They have given signs to everybody that these things are going to happen, that they have an issue. But what they have is parents that are not paying attention or parents that can't get help. Mm -hmm. Why is this the choice though? Um, My, so Emma has a a good friend. Uh, The boyfriend broke up with her. This girl is 15 and, um, you know, Emma came home and says, oh, her parents won't let her drive now because she says she's going to drive off a bridge. And I said, what? The boy just broke up with her. I mean, it's not like that happens to everybody. I said to Emma, everybody's boyfriend breaks up with them. You know, I said, this is a, a, a way overreaction. This is, it's a, you know, what's the drama? Why is the- there so much drama? Why, why, why do we go from my boyfriend broke up with me? I'm going to kill myself right to from zero to 60 and X amount. I don't understand what, why, why is that even a thought? Right. Because why is it? go ahead. It's different. It's different because unfortunately kids are sexually active at such a young age and we all know how that bonds people together. So when there's a breakup, it's more than just, oh, he doesn't like me anymore. They have given themselves to this person. Right. And they don't know how to deal with that. They don't know how to deal with actually having sexual relations with another person, let alone that suddenly gets taken away and gone. Those are powerful, powerful emotions. And And again, they haven't been taught how to cope. With, with those emotions. They're not ready for and, and we're going to be right back. Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. 
MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. All right, ladies of liberty, I want to sound off about something here. Okay, did you guys hear about Gettysburg College and how they postponed an event? It was an actual event hosted by its gender sexuality, okay, and uh, and resource center for people. They held this event for people who are tired of white cis men. And I'm like, what's a white cis man? Is that a, a white <laughs> cis man? I don't know. I thought at first I was like, what? How can they say that they're tired of white sissy men? Isn't that bad to say that? <laughs> no. What the heck? Wouldn't they be like, you know, ostracized and canceled for saying, you know, um, saying that these white men are sissies? And I said, well, what is that? And so then I had to look it up, right? And a, and a cis means, what does it mean again? It means it, it oh, means the they're I'm, living there as the gender that they were born. So if they were right. if they are a cis man, they mm -hmm. are living as a man. That's what they were born, and that is how they live their life, and that's how they identi identify. I hate that word. Um, right. <laughs> so but yeah. So so they're actually living the way that God made them, and they're actually you know just living their life but these people apparently were pretty unhappy with the fact that they were just living their lives i don't know <laughs> well, i guess we're not they were tired of these men living as as men and and that they were white that they lived as white men no <laughs> white straight white, white yeah. straight men they shouldn't be living as white straight men okay so i don't I'm confused. I mean, how can they have host an event like this? Could you imagine if a, if a school hosted an event that said we're tired of gay black men? 
Or could you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would never be accepted. That would never be um, promoted, would it? I mean, it, it no. shouldn't be. It shouldn't. That's the whole thing is how are they allowed to discriminate in this way where, where if there was a sign um, that said, okay, that their sign said, tired of white cis men, come paint and write about it. Okay, what if the sign said tired of gay men? Come sit and write about it. What if it said tired of black men? Come sit and write yeah. about it. Right. What? I mean, that would not be okay with anybody. Why is this okay? Racism How did it is get racism. Yeah, right. How did it, how did it even get that far? Yeah, don't they have to get permitted by the school for this? I mean, I don't understand. They how did. They, they yeah. got a permit. They got a permit. But now the, the, the school has postponed it because, you know, a few people, I guess a few of the white cis men complained about it. <laughs> so. Well, they thought that they were going to get away with the event right. until it got right. posted on Instagram. And yeah. then people really started complaining about it. And I, I mean, I, I agree with that. That's that's just not it's not right. And. Honestly, it's just downright silly. Oh, my gosh. So a current senior at Gettysburg College who spoke on anonymity, anonymity, can you say that five times, <laughs> over fear of punishment, um, said that they were not surprised at all that a poster like this is spread through the college, considering there was a public drag show in the middle of campus three or four weeks prior to this. Um. I just don't understand how this this is supposed to create unity when when I I just feel like our society is continuously fractured and pitted against one another constantly rather than trying to find the you know the commonality between us our humanity uh we constantly highlight our differences all the time and celebrate them i i just i feel like we should start celebrating things that we have in common um i don't i don't i don't under i don't understand this at all again i keep saying that i need a new tagline but <laughs> <laughs> I really need a new tagline, but how can this, I don't understand how can they allow something like this because they would never allow, they would never allow, like I said, anybody to have an event where they would write and paint about their feelings towards gay men, trans, trans men, trans women, um, any sort of any sort of group well they actually explain it any it's explained as in any community of our size there will be a wide range of views say the spokesperson that creates a productive educational environment but it also means that there will be occasions where views expressed are controversial or inconsistent with a value with the values of the community so again it's an entity that's trying to be all things to all people. And if one group is going to be prejudiced, let's all be prejudiced and let everybody have 
their time for being prejudiced. And I'm, I'm being a little tongue in cheek, but it seems to be, they're just saying, Hey, you know what? We had, we had this really racist group meet the other day. So I guess we better allow this group to meet and allow them and this and that and this. Oh, just let them all do whatever they're going to do. Cause we are looking to diversify. We want to be all things to all people, which is just nonsense. And, and stupidity, truly. I mean, how it's chaos. But you know what's interesting is these liberal arts colleges <laughs> who who say that they you know accept everything and they're all accepting. Uh, try try to put a conservative speaker in their college and exactly. watch the protests and watch the violence. It's you know we 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 are not we're not walking the walk. We're we're talking the talk, but we're not walking the walk. And we're saying that we are inclusive and so forth, but people are not. And that's just, just the fact of it. It is a very small minority of people that are controlling all of this everywhere. It's, they're controlling this in the colleges. They're controlling this in schools. They're controlling the the uh, trans or the, the people that want to go in female and male restrooms they're controlling it in sports. This is a very, very small minority. It's definitely under 3% of our country, probably under 1%. Why are we all bowing to this as though it is the rule? And it's not the rule. It is not the norm. Yes, there are people that are exceptions and exceptional. Okay, we all know that. But that doesn't mean that we all should have to change our life. And it doesn't mean that these people at, for example, this college about cisgender men. So who, so who's holding this event? It's, it's a small group there at the school of other than cisgender men who, who want, want to, you know, basically diss the cis. (laughs) That's what it is. And Mm -hmm. Why, why are these very small minorities getting to have such a loud voice? Well, like we mentioned in another conversation about how the media tends to go after this sort of news. And since this is so very small, it got picked up on radar. And it's like, you know what, here's another opportunity where we can make the voice of one sound like the voice of a thousand. And there's a big to-do on this little campus and it's very easily picked up and, and ran with and made it, put it under a magnifying glass. Now it looks huge. And you throw in trendy words, you throw in youth and young people and make it sound like their freedoms were taken away or their rights were taken away by the cis people. It sounds like that should be a science fiction thing. The cis. <laughs> I feel like I should have gills on either side of my head or something. <laughs> or men. Oh my gosh. It's just an opportunity for the media to take something and blow it up so that it sounds like all white people are white supremacists or something. And I, I don't like that. And it's not fair. I mean, it's really, life is not fair. And I know that, but you know, there's it's really wrong and it's it's they're doing it for a very specific reason and i just 
not going to be quiet. You know, it's what what they are doing is really wrong. It's just like Justice Clarence Thomas, who was uh, teaching at George Washington University Law School, who better to teach there, who better to mentor students there. But because of his vote on Roe v. Wade, uh, the atmosphere became poisonous for him and he left. And mm-hmm. and why should that happen? Why why can his view not be accepted? He should have had, and, and by the way, not only should he have had, but the entire college should have backed him because his decision in Roe v. Wade was constitutionally correct. And that's where they should have backed him. They might not have liked it, but it they didn't they did not do away with abortion. They sent it back to the states. Yet, same thing. Okay, he was canceled at his job, and and I don't think that that should be the way that 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 things go. It is not just that the woke side and the uber progressive left liberal side has all the right answers. Uh, that hasn't proven to be true in my life. So, so it, it is very frustrating that they, they give themselves privileges that they don't give to everybody. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is evidence of that. Truly. This is, this is evidence of that. What uh, they want to speak and share their opinions uh, and yet, if if somebody has a differing opinion, uh, they're canceled and um, shut down, and they don't like what you're saying. Um, they literally will. I mean, I've seen it over and over again. Just shut you down, um, and and it's accepted. I don't understand why it's accepted, but in our society, but it is right now. And that that's the kicker either. I don't understand why we remain so quiet. We do. We remain quiet. And I remain quiet because why do I remain quiet? Obviously I'm not right now. I'm chatting with my two girlfriends about it. Uh, and we're putting this out there, but I, to my, uh, to my loved ones, uh, who have differing opinions, uh, they will leave me. Yeah, and well, I don't want to lose them. I love them. I don't want I to know. lose them. And but then I, you have to be somebody that you're not in right. order for that. Why can't why can't it be a conversation? Right. And and you maybe right. you agree to disagree, but it doesn't change. How how could that change somebody's love for somebody? Because that's not the definition Ooh. of love. Right. Such a good point, Linda. But that's it what's happening. And I. I know there are like when we think about getting together at holiday times, you are forced to be together with family members sometimes and sit around a table and just topics of conversation. Eventually you get around to social issues or daily news and and you have that sad battle. Well, ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind. 